Nice. Nice. All right. Should we, should we start this thing? You love to hear it. Episode 21 brought to you by Athlete Studio. We got Mike Green and Mike Dossie in the Caribbean right now. Thank you for having me. Stoked to be on again. Double mics. Always stoked to be here. Last time I was with Nate, now I'm with Green. Where are we? We're in Copper Mountain, Colorado. In whose Caribbean? Colorado. We're in Copper's Caribbean, honestly. <laughs> I'm staying here right now. <laughs> We're Dossie doing some work. In? We're yeah. grinding. Dossie Dallas in. Nice grinding. little spot to do the pod. Fair day is living 40 minutes down the road. We rode... Where did we ride today? Keystone? We kind of went to We kind of rode. Yeah. We had a bit of a day. I've never been there. You've never been to Keystone? Never been to Keystone. That's a lie. <laughs> never been to Breckenridge either. Wow. Always. I don't know if that's exactly true. I think I've actually been there one time, but I don't really remember. I mean, I guess before you got fully in the game, the Dutor left Breck and went to Copper. And I've been to Copper a million times, so... Yeah, Breck kind of fell off a little bit. And they were like the OGs with the big jumps. Yeah, because Dutor was there. Yeah. And they just built freeway and it was massive. The OGs with the big jumps. While we're talking about Colorado, we just dropped a little Instagram story to try to get some questions for this because we're just going into this absolutely nothing loaded, just Boy. a bunch of stoke. And um, somebody, yeah, a couple seconds ago literally asked – when is the best time of year to use your five Colorado slash Utah days with the Tahoe local Epic Pass? Wait Stoked for till the season. deep snow. It depends on what you want. Deep snow. Eh, it's yeah. pretty flat here in Copper. but yeah. Mr. Colorado, when is it? I mean, it depends on what you want. If you want a lot of terrain open and you want to get lucky, come out here like February and you'll have the whole mountain open for sure and you might get a storm. But if you want almost guaranteed perfect park days, like march april are so good you, really you can't beat the end of march and like the whole month of april it's bluebird every day it's 43 degrees the jumps are perfect everything stays amazing there's yeah so it depends on what you want if you is want, that why you can't leave here i'm gonna say that's about people come here yeah. i left <laughs> he's back yeah, yeah, i left yeah, dossie where you been I've been everywhere we've been here a lot i've been Keeping my ears closed because these two have been talking all about that. I'm just good, good stuff. I'm like, Royce, we got to press record on this. We had a whole pod before the pod. It's been really busy, dude. I've been staying super busy, which I'm grateful for. Um, I was just in Europe for over a month, like a week and a little bit, or a month and a week. Um, over in, I did Switzerland, Austria, and did some Italy time. Um, went out there for the U.S. team, do some stomping ground, sauce phase stuff. Sauce phase, like... Clearly, you've been nope. no, not yet. Neither you're in Dubai though. You've been to yeah, Dubai. I've done a lot of Austria time. You've been to Dubai, yeah. So I went out there for sauce. That place is incredible. It's literally, it's like my favorite place in the world. You're just around like all of the best people, all of your homies in the most amazing place, like most beautiful mountains, and just all around, just one of my favorite places. So I was there for a little bit shooting. Shooting U.S. team stuff. Ended up shooting, directing a um, Kappa commercial out there as well. Yeah, what? hold on. I saw a story of you on top of a bus. Yeah. Not like a bus to be on top of. It's a taxi. Just a yeah. bus. An eco. An e, like an, um, it's like an, Was it built to be on top of or were you just no, on top no. of it? We were doing a follow cam and our homie Marino, shout out Marino, dude is the best. He's like an um, OG, like born and raised, sauce local. 
There's not many of them. I mean, there's like, it's a pretty tiny mountain town in the middle of absolutely nowhere. And this kid grew up there and his family like owns a hotel there and everything. And he has access to these taxis that are like really like rare. And they're, they're not like, they're like $100,000 for one of these little tiny things. They're like run out of uh, they're like electric and like there's no cars allowed in the town. So like every all the transportation is through those little like taxis. But our homie Marino has one and we need to follow cam on a path. So I had him running follow cams for us on Hill because he's like one of the best follow kill, follow filmers like in the game. So he actually for the commercial shot all the follow cam stuff. Skier, snowboarder? Skier. Always pro skier. Yeah, pro Always. skier. But he, I ended up hiring him to do all that stuff. So then he ended up like helping us out like so much and just going above and beyond and just like randomly offering to like do that type of stuff and just like driving us to the sunrise shoots and just like being around just like all around all-star helped out the helped out the production so much like um marino you gotta like hit his tag on this or something i don't, I don't know off the top of my head but local legend yeah dude unbelievable dude um so we were doing that commercial had this dude ben um again we should put his tag up because he's like an absolute just unbelievable cinematographer dp had him out there as well first time i got to shoot with him and he's actually right now in hawaii shooting with Ikoa smith and um a bunch of those bunch of those big dogs oh he's looking for a filmer for the winter yeah well he's with ben right now so he might have just scooped that job i don't even know hmm. but ben is like holding it down in hawaii for the month on like some crazy surf project he's like so deep in the surf filming game but got a bunch of stuff done filmed or got this project for kappa done um really good time and then had to go mob over to Solden. had gianna out my girlfriend um went over to Solden to austria to austria sick and then shot a world cup with michaela did a michaela episode so moving right along season two episode one is coming out next week at some point so we shot the rest of that of michaela's vlog yep and um she came in six so we didn't get the results that we we're looking for but she went off to finland and then i went home. better drop or, the episode i know right that's what the vlog is <laughs> i know the good, i, I the know. Bad, the and ugly. we shot it all and we made sure we shot it all like that, we went up she was like if you want to come shoot like me because she came in sixth which is like still great like like that's life-changing for like a lot of alpine yeah, yeah. skiers like coming in six is literally life-changing to be competing like, at that elite level yes yeah, is. is insane i mean but it's like you know it's a failure for michaela and her team so there's a lot to like learn from it and like a lot of steps and like you have to take a lot of new steps in the right direction to like, you know, rebuttal yourself from coming in sixth. At the, and again, crazy to even say, but it's like, yeah, it's a failure. But she came in sixth and she was like, you can come film me receiving my flowers on stage. And it's like they the top six go on stage. Oh, sick. So like oh, we wow. filmed like her going up on stage to get her flowers and like the whole like ceremony for the first place person and like all that. So we're showing we're showing the ups and the downs and the, the all arounds for sure. So but it was good. So I got to go out to Solden, shot the World Cup over there. And then, yeah, Gianna was out there and we went down to Italy, did a little Italy time and Flew back, went back on the East Coast, um, right outside of, kind of outside of where we grew up. Yeah, the last time I saw you was yeah. in Tahoe? In Tahoe. Yeah, you were like 40 pounds heavier and <laughs> <laughs> long hair. <laughs> 30 You've on been, the dock. We like, dude, that's inspiring, dock. man. It's like, I the, since I've seen you, you like are like, like we were kind of doing the same thing at, the, at that point, like 
health-wise. We were like kind of on the same diets. We we're kind of eating the same thing. Like We started well, the Animal Base 30. Yeah. And then you, I had to leave to do work or whatever and or or move to the East Coast, whatever. Either or. I, I left. You went your own way. Like you got dialed and I went and ate pizza. 75 hard. I went 75 days straight eating pizza. Yeah. <laughs> 75 soft, baby. Dude, eating croissants. Yeah. Like, croissant. At eat, least you're overseas where they're, it, it they're using crazy. the right ingredients. Not you know using I mean? fortified wheat. But it's my biggest thing right now is like I need to really get back into eating right because that was always such a big part of my life. And it's like, Dude, it's a right now I'm not effect. like I'm not eating the way I should be and the way I'm used to eating. I'm kind of just eating whatever, and I'm just like trying Why? to get it in the body. So busy, Why? It's but it's just as an excuse. It's really I, I have time to do it. I just like it's just a phase right now. I'm like yeah. I have all these phases, you know. When, when you're in it, you're in it. When you're out of it, you're out, you're of, out it. of it. It's, and it's crazy. It's yeah. such a thing because the reason I even got uh, like it went as hard as I did to get where I am right now is because we started that animal based thirty. And I had a home to actually be able to mm-hmm. get like, you're not That's just eating thing. meats. Like I'm eating liver and heart mm-hmm. and I'm making sure I'm really getting all of the nutrients yeah. that you need if you're going to specifically switch to that diet. And then a couple of weeks in, I was feeling so blazing mm-hmm. and I was like just needing less sleep. And I remember I was driving to the NARV and I was stoked. I had a rental car where I was moving out because you had your trailer showed up and mm-hmm. you started loading everything out of the house. Yeah, and I was just sitting there and I couldn't do, do anything. It. And I was like, I, I got to get yeah. the NAR. And so I rented a car and on the drive there, I put on Andy Frisella's podcast and it was the 75 hard. And I was like, dude, how do I never yeah. complete that? Like, how am I just, how did I let myself down? And honestly, looking back, it was because I wasn't considering one of the workouts, mm-hmm. like a snowboard or a surf or a skateboard activity outside come to find in the future that he, the, 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 the owner and the creator of it, actually one of his 45 minutes every day is like just a walk. And I'm not even counting like a two hour surf because so I want like to be the able, most, that's like the most. I, the, yeah. So the yeah. first one honestly wasn't a failure. And then, but I was just feeling so good from eating clean for those three weeks of animal based that I was like, I'm just going to have that animal based be the diet part of 75 hard and just start today, day one, and just do this. And I, I made it like, like I was telling you 50 days or something. And I realized it was like, not really hard enough. And I was like, I want to just make this even gnarlier, but I'm, I'm saying all that because like when you're on it, you're on it. Mm-hmm. And then like the energy thing, like I'll just fast for yeah, a day. It's like, it's like so easy when you're on it to be on it. Yeah. Because it's you're, not you're that clean hard. you're filled like, with good energy. Yeah. I'm like, if I go to the airport and I'm just like traveling to the East coast, it's a six hour flight. And like, I woke up in the morning, I'm like, if I have some bulletproof, I'm just, I just won't eat till dinner. And like temptations aren't really that gnarly. Like that's like where I'm falling is like the temptation thing. Yes. I'm just like falling into it. That's just, and I'm just like going thing. through it. And, and that's just, the it, best it, part about like, what you're doing is it's so much easier now. The yes. temptations yeah. you see something yeah. and you're like I can just literally get smoked salmon or yes. just wait. You don't have or you don't need crazy it. Or you just don't need it. You just don't need on. it. What your body wants and is telling you that mm-hmm. it wants. Like and and I it think, hurts now to to mess up. Like yeah, when you, when you, you do do it, you're just like mm-hmm. I didn't have to do that at all. Yeah, yeah, stomach yeah. ache. Yeah. You need 10, 12 hours of sleep it's, and still not waking up feeling good. It teaches you the stomach ache thing comes hard now. Mm-hmm. It's just Even like, just overeating on the right on the right foods is like you got to just listen to that intuition. I think that's like my. I'm not, I don't want to use it as an excuse because there really is no excuse and there is always ways and you can make it happen no matter what. But it is, it to me has been this last trip, I I guess, and kind of always, but it's been hard to maintain like a really clean, well-balanced, like exact diet that I'm looking for when I'm on the road so much. And I'm on the road like 
10 months out of the year, like maybe more. Like I'm really never home. So it's like very difficult to get regimented. But like when I do, it's like so good. But when I'm on the road, it's like my schedule's all over the place. I don't know if I have a kitchen, if I don't. Well, like, So what do you do when you're going to always be on the road? That's the thing. So that's where I need, that's where we, that's, that's and I think that beginning part (laughs) that I said about having a home base to dial it in at first Mm -hmm. lets you get on point so that when you leave and like when we get in the NAR, I'm not just, I'm I'm also just like never going to be the guy though to have like the bag of like the block cheese and like cooked beef on a plane. Like I'm just not, I'm not going to be that guy. I've started to be that guy a little what bit about, more. I don't what think I'm going to be that I guy. I bring like, my own what about ground like, beef to work just because That's I different don't. though. But the, the plane and the traveling shit, like I'm just basing it off of- um, I'm a lunatic. Don't, uh, <laughs> no one do what I do. <laughs> yeah. Slivers of what I do, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I literally do not, I've somehow trained myself to not care about the opinion of anybody else. You know, like uh, I'm not trying to have the person next to me smelling oysters. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm not thing. doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But like, I'm going to get some GFB on the plane if yeah. that means that I got to carry it through security and someone sees me and they're like, like, I'll get pointed at all day. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll get stared at, but I don't actually want to like bother people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's like the biggest thing. And like the people that do it right, I'm so I'm so envious for because and like there are times and trips that I eat clean and I'm like feeling blazed and I'm going to the gym every single day. Cuz you're on it. I'm you're on, on it. it. I'm telling easy. you the it's like, couple things that you do give you the mm-hmm. energy to do the next couple things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm saying when I was at home, I was super dialed. Then when you go out, like you have that extra energy to mm-hmm. go to the store that t- takes another 20, 30 minutes like we did after riding. Like we could have grabbed something, but it, we stopped. We bought food. We spent the extra couple bucks. Having a homie who can cook it for you so mm-hmm. that you can just chill or get something done and then you just do the dishes after and like swapping out yeah, is like the huge. best thing ever. But that's why I have my chick now. So it's perfect. Woo, that's what's up. It's amazing. That's because- amazing. I can cook, she can clean, or vice versa, or I can be working and it's literally all made. That group and it's just like cuts it in just, half. dude, it's yep. fuck. It's, I didn't even realize that, that was going to be like a positive externality of me moving to the East Coast. But for some reason, it's like all these random things are like yeah. working out better than I expected. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is actually. Yeah, sick. so we were we, we were in Tahoe, and then I started 75 hard. You packed all your stuff. We split. You went to to the East Coast and then to Chile. That's where it was. You shot right down to Chile. Went right down to Chile. Like I literally moved. I moved all. I moved all my shit to the East Coast. Drove three days. Slept in my driver's seat like crazy. Just mobbed over there because I had to go to Chile. And I, but I had to move, so I literally sent that U-Haul box over. And that <laughs> took like it took like a month, and then I just drove with a packed car, all my expensive like camera gear and all my shit, and then. I, um, I just slept in my driver's seat, got there in three days and then had to leave for Chile in like uh, two days after that. In or your whatever. driver's seat. Yeah. Just because I was fully packed. So I just like pulled over, I just drive like as far as I could go and then just oh. <laughs> try to pull in somewhere. Like, yeah, crash, let's break some, this like, down right now for the people because <laughs> I get so many questions about like someone when I was at Mammoth, I drove up to Mammoth. I have no idea where to park or I go anywhere that we go. We have no idea where to park when we're That's sleeping in our rig. Thing. Yeah. No idea. No idea. How do we figure it out? How do we find out where to park if you drive to Summit County tonight or if you drive to Baja tonight or if you drive to San Diego tonight? How do you figure out somewhere to park in your forerunner? I just end up looking for a grocery store or a Walmart hotel parking lot. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah, we sleep in our cars. It, mm-hmm. it saves so much money. So yeah, when I pull up anywhere, I look for anywhere kind of populated. Yep. Just because you could try to f- see, I messed up so bad. First time I got out to California, I'm like, all right, I'm going to sleep in my car right on the beach. I'm going to like wake up super early and go surf. You cannot park anywhere near your beach. Anywhere mm. you think is cool to park, you are not allowed to park. Mm. So I, mean, I got. That being said, we've, where? We've in been parking in Huntington Beach. Yeah, all the right time. There. Newport Beach. But has. you guys found your perfect zones like on a residential There's street. Zones, yeah. And I yeah. was dumb. I, I guess how went, do you find those zones? Okay, I'll like, say. If you're living this life, you better be able to put an extra 30 to 45 minutes to figure out where you're going to sleep that night. Yeah, yeah. When the boy said <clears throat> finding Walmarts or big industrial style parking lots like that, usually the roads that connect to those, like look for the signs and just look for other cars. If there's a bunch of cars and vans and stuff, then you're obviously good. If it says no overnight parking, then don't park there. But like those areas usually have some dark streets near them that aren't like really houses that isn't like super residential because people don't want to live that close to the buildings and they just look for the signs. Some, a lot of them are, you can park there overnight. So mm-hmm. literally just park your car where you would park it on a street if you lived on that street and walked inside, but just be discreet when you shut your car off, kill your lights. And I think that's the thing. Be discreet yeah. about it all. Don't like, move for a couple minutes. Yeah. Be quiet. Like be sketchy, Like, <laughs> but like have good intentions, but yes. like, be, be sketchy. Like, yeah. Just move slow. Like, move very slow. Don't have quiet, your flashlight like, on. Almost like go down if you need to. If you yeah. Really I parked to. like right at Dana Point and was the only car in a beach parking lot in a spot that you weren't supposed to park and at like... I set my alarm for like 4.45 and like 4.15, a cop rolls up slamming my window and he thought I wasn't in there maybe because then eventually I opened the door and it startled him and he Mm -hmm. got so angry and could didn't listen to anything I was saying about how I just like rolled in from Colorado. I didn't know where to go. My boy was asleep, blah, blah, blah. And he just wrote me a ticket and just told me to go fuck myself and leave. It was like $200 ticket for sleeping in your vehicle it's a huge thing i didn't know and i get it but like i'm like i don't know i'm like yo i'm not never even thought of that i parked at santa (laughs) cruz one time in a paid parking lot and didn't realize you couldn't like uh at at a certain point they closed the gate and you had to do the overnight and i had somewhere to be and i just took a nap in the evening thought i paid for the day gates were closed so i've literally driven up over sidewalks down you know what i mean like through little areas that you have to to escape (laughs) parking lots there was, I got That's woken up by up. a cop in Reno a couple days ago, but I've been woken up by cops in Mexico. I've been woken like I've been woken up by a cop in Tahoe only. multiple times. I wake up screaming too. So when you wake me up, it's a yeah, whole scenario. I don't want to roll one on time you. in no. Baja, so deep, like nooked out in this woods desert area, dude. And it was me. Niso was probably sleeping on the ground outside of my car. Then there was another truck and two people in the back of that truck sleeping. Two cops rolled up. They got a call that there was cars out in the woods or something at 2 a.m. And I woke up absolutely going nuts, screaming English, Spanish combo, (laughs) high as I can. And these dudes literally backed up and were like, what is going on right now? And I calmed down, came to and explained to him like, yo, we're just out here because all of the hotels were busy. There was no street parking. We got kicked out of the parking lots. So we didn't know anywhere else to go. We will pay for something or go somewhere, but we just literally had to find somewhere because we're tired and want to go to sleep. And they were like, oh, all right, cool. Didn't know what the scenario was. There's just people out here. Just looking for the scenario. Yeah, yeah. just trying to figure out. And uh, they're walking away. They were like, crazy ass. You heard that kid screaming? And as, I, as they were walking away, I was like, oh my God. Have, oh. You, t- have you spoken about your night terrors on the yeah. pod? It's not even like a night terror. I just no, like, no, 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 no. I, we just it's call a, it that. No, no, no. It's a night terror. <laughs> it's it's a night terror for sure. 
I just I've been a part of him I've, a lot of them. I can't We've all been even a part contain of contain my laughter when it starts going on. But at the same time, oh, you have I am to not, be def- I'm not laughing. I'm scared. Yeah, you have life. to have defense going, but half the time I know like we're good and he's just going off. Casey <sighs> has night terrors night and terrors. he will wake up if you it's normally in a spot where you just got there or yes. he's mm-hmm. not very familiar yes. with or something really dark and something like that and someone will walk over something or make yep. a noise that they shouldn't someone will roll up on me while I'm trying to sleep but is they're what you're not saying rolling right up on him. but not <laughs> but not mandatory for the night terror to happen yeah, they will no, just happen this is just a scenario yeah, but yeah Casey yeah, will right. wake up and whether it's hey 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 or yeah, that's, that's the common <laughs> or just that's immediately go to the window and look and uh, it's just like the funniest thing mm-hmm. I and I can't contain my laughter. There's one story in Nicaragua that is so good. There's an earthquake <laughs> at the same time. Probably is what caused a night terror for him. But the dude Originally, we were with, yeah. Chris, ADL Nicaragua, that you guys have probably heard of. The boy. He didn't know Casey had night terrors. Oh, so God. while this earthquake happened, Casey started, hey, hey, hey. And Chris is like, yo, dude, it's all good. It's an earthquake. <laughs> and we're all crying because Casey's going nuts. And he can't, you can't come you can't down. down. I, I'll, I'll open He'll a full you. door yeah. and end up outside <laughs> and be looking yeah. around, grabbing stuff like, yo, back up. Yeah. Lick it. Uh, this is a hundred percent real. Yo, well, we had the homie out for the surf trip in Nicaragua to come and visit. We dialed him in with the car yeah. and everything, and he was staying with us. And the first night he crashed with me, he told us something subtle that he might have some night terrors too. <laughs> I stretched oh, for an hour after they went to bed. Niso and the homie Austin were in a bunk, and I had the the single bed by myself. And I literally laid down and I stretched for an hour, laid down. Must have been ten, eight minutes. And this kid got up. Usually I'm like the aggressor. He was more like like on defense where he was like, stop, stop, get away. Ah, no. <laughs> oh, and I knew no. exactly what to do. And I hopped up. I'm like, hey, hey, you're good. You're in Nicaragua. You're on the bottom bunk. You're with Ken. I broke the whole thing down to him and he just, okay. Oh, no. And he just stood there and I didn't say anything else. And I watched, probably, his, I watched Tommy sit there for 30, 30 40 seconds yeah. looking around. Yeah, to figure out what's going on, and I was like, "That's my yeah, guy. <laughs> yeah." You know, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me and Dossie yeah. shared a room. Yeah, we shared a room for four years. Happened almost on a weekly, daily what basis. Is? <laughs> was there any times when it would happen you wouldn't tell me? Oh, oh it almost happened so. <laughs> o- it almost happened so often that it was like a constant. That that was constantly happening. Yeah, you can't just be running around doing stuff. I yeah. had a roommate in college that would do that, but he wouldn't like be aggressive. You just. <gasps> And then like the big, go back, go back down. Big, oh, and then just like yeah, it was so funny when you would do it. We try to be as quiet as we could going up the stairs, going to Benny. <gasps> this is at UConn. I never really had night terror much, but the I, I've done the whole falling, waking up thing. I've twitch, like the twitching. But you like, ever like feel like you're you just fell asleep, and then like you feel like you're falling, and you like yes. jolt up. Yes. yes. Like you just like, yeah, it comes back to reality. Like a plane, I do this on a plane sometimes. Has that ever happened to you? And I'm like, I've seen that happen. I have people people next, and I'm like, I know they saw that, but I'll literally, (laughs) I used to do landscaping, and we would have like maybe eight or 10 jobs that we'd have to cut the grass, and it would take an hour there. And then we would be 30, 40 yeah. minutes to the next job, or sometimes 10, sometimes five. And I would be so exhausted sometimes, sometimes super hungover. And I just remember being sitting shotgun and like trying to like chill, you know what I mean? But like look away from my boss because mm-hmm. he was driving. And I, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'd also try to get a little something in. And next thing you know, I just, 
<laughs> you know, and he's like, he's like, yo. But, you but I'd also like, as soon as I did that, you know, I'd be like, I'd yeah. like roll the window down. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's getting hot in here, isn't it? Yeah. Like, like, you, like you weren't just sleeping. Yeah, 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 yeah. get a little bit up more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh my that's God. like, I mean, that is, so I kind of did, I like saw the <laughs> video or did some research about it or something. It's like, do because of, yeah, like alcohol intake, like nicotine, um, stress, anxiety, like all the clear things that would make that happen before you falling asleep. So yep. all those things. The twitching? The yeah, twitching, yeah. And you're sitting up, It's right? like you like couldn't, it, yeah. But like your sake, it's like running off no sleep, like yeah. booze, fucking who knows. The dude's probably smoking cigarettes next to you. Dude, yeah. I, I know how the, I know matches. how those trucks, those trucks were. Those trucks were. Oh, yeah. I knew landscaping, but it piped matches. Yeah, what was the gnarliest job it, you had? I did pipe when you fitting. Were a kid? Um, I can kind of run you through all the jobs. I, like off the top of my head, first real job was on a farm at the end of my road, shoveled cow shit, horse shit. 15, 14. 14, maybe. Nice. Paint, helped him paint like this. I think it's like uh, stairs, I remember. That was my first like real job. I was getting cash, money, getting paid. Um, but then after that one was Subway, um, Subway sandwich restaurant or Salem? whatever. Salem Subway. No way. My sister was the manager at the time. So she got, got me a job. She got me a job like um, like under the table when I was like 15. So I had a job at 14 and then next job was 15. Stayed there till I was, I don't I don't really stay there for a couple of years. And you were working at one of the healthiest known food places out there at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I literally. Yeah. Subway, yeah. eat fresh. Yeah. Eat fresh. Jared. But then that kind of got old in high school and shit. So I started working for my dad. And he worked at, he does like um, pipe fitting and like sprinklers, all the sprinkler systems and water systems and like buildings, commercial buildings and Gnarly. shit. Yukon, he did all the Yukon oh, stuff. Wow. Like some like big businesses and whatnot so i went and worked with him in the summers and then um like and then when i went to college i did um i worked in the grants department for yukon so oh, all the wow. money it was uh i forget exactly what it was called i got one of those but all of the money well no it was research <clears throat> it was for research grants oh, only okay. So all the research money that came to, came into Yukon, I worked in like the department that like I pretty much was just like a paper boy. Like yeah. I just sorted all the grants. Oh, you didn't actually like make I didn't decisions. do anything cool. Yeah. But I just sorted all the all the grants into like all of their like like somebody's wow. doing um a project on biochem um computer computer yeah. sustainability yeah. systems yeah. You, you know or whatever the <laughs> fuck they were that goes in that that pile. goes in this file <laughs> in the you know and this goes to over here and yeah. i would just sort but it was kind of cool um i work on an office subway as well because it was just like under the table still at that point i'm pretty sure um then I was a dog walker in uh, Boston. That was a fucking dope job. Yeah, dog walker. Wow. The best place on earth. Yeah. So uh, next job. So <laughs> after UConn, after after after. Well, no, I'm sorry. Before UConn, I jumped out of place, but I uh, was a dog walker in Boston. That was a fucking dope job. I like I worked for this upscale like dog hotel, and 
they had like flat screen TVs and all the dog rooms and like couches and beds oh, and like, what? dude, it was wild. And there was like, yeah, Nava in there. Oh, yeah, it would be a good place. Dreaming right now. Um, and then there's like a common area where they all would play, and you take them out at certain times to play with each other. And there's like an outdoor venue, like an outdoor place, and indoor, and it was just it, all around. It was really cool. You just time. applied there. Yeah, on Craigslist, got the job because I, I quit <laughs> nice. playing baseball. My dad said if I stopped playing baseball and I went to college to essentially play baseball and like go through that whole thing, and he was like, if you stop playing baseball, and I had a, and I had a scholarship to like be on the team. Oh wow! And like academic scholarship. UConn baseball was good too. It was in UConn. It was Suffolk. Oh okay. Yeah, it was in it was in, uh, in in Boston. So he was like, if you and so my dad was paying for my rent at the time. So he was like, if you stop playing baseball, you got to get a job and you got to go pay your rent <laughs> so right then and there next day got this fucking dog walking job and all jobs it was so sick and i would just like take dogs from the hotel and take them around boston and go for walks so it's pretty much all i did and, and yeah, i can't even tell a story really of i mean i guess this is this is me back in the day so how Let's i ended up it. how i ended up leaving that job is the worst i've ever left a job never never have done this before never oh will boy. do this again best job ever but they probably won't talk to me but i got like wasted one night stole a dog no that'd be better story it's actually not that crazy of a story <laughs> but so i was i was supposed to so somebody sleeps every night there because the dogs have to be like there needs to be somebody there in case like anything happens or some they have to be the whole thing whatever They'd be let out at like 8 p.m. So like they just end up staying that night and then they leave when the, mor the uh, morning person comes in at like, say, 7 o'clock, right? So the night before, I get fucking wasted and I have to open the next morning. So I have to get there. It's actually early. It's like 6. I got to get there. So I walk. I leave my apartment. It's in Southie. I walk from my apartment and... I don't I well actually so my 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 friends wake me up from the bathtub. I fell asleep in the bathtub. Oh, it was one of those nights. Wasted. Wasted in Boston. Fell asleep in the bathtub. My homie luckily woke me up. I, well, I guess luckily whatever. Woke me up. I ended up like zombieing my way over to this dog hotel. I don't even have my phone on me. I have nothing. So that's a huge issue right there because the only way to really get in contact with a person sleeping upstairs in the dog hotel is you have to call them. So I was like standing there, like banging this fucking door, like <laughs> trying to get let in. Nobody let me in. And I ended up falling asleep on the sidewalk right there. Oh, so you showed up off of no sleep. Showed up. Yeah. Well, I was like sleep, like, yeah, like hung over, like, like wasted, like fell asleep in the bathtub for like maybe like an hour. Like it, it was one of those in. just sloppy nights. And um, God, yes, I ended up falling asleep in the sidewalk. And eventually this girl comes down and is, like wakes me up and is like, yo, like, are you good? It lets me in and like she like let all the dog gave all the dogs their food she didn't think i was coming in like she didn't even think to like go like up i don't even know whatever i go inside and i just immediately just start puking fucking everywhere it's a poison and i went into that building and i literally left and i was like i can't be here i'm sorry i even came in and that was it done deal and, th and then uh, like maybe a two weeks three weeks later i moved back to connecticut to go to uconn so it was like kind of like towards good the thing. end of it. Yeah, good thing, literally. Imagine but you're still in Boston walking dogs. I think it was like one of those like going away parties if I got so wasted. 
but still um that was a cool that was a really dope job um, imagine your boy didn't wake you up and you didn't throw up all over the yeah, dog hotel. i would i would have had you to just quit no you just would have been working <laughs> I would have yeah, been I the have, manager i would have had to do like some like weird i know right like that decision of him <laughs> yeah, that up, one decision the course right of my entire life it's real <laughs> it's real it is real all every decision little, every little decision the that's why sometimes you just gotta just make one and go it's pretty yeah. cool when you really think back and all those like little like little but big decisions that you've made like even like yeah. me like transferring from boston to yukon and like moving back home and i didn't want to move back home and then like going through that whole thing and figuring that whole thing those are like big ones and like like, which and like which like floor do i pick uh in my dorm it's like who you're gonna walk by you know like that literally if i didn't pick that room i wouldn't have met my group of friends that like i'm still friends with that introduced me to these people that introduced me to these people that got me this like i'm it's like dude it's crazy how like spiral effect but at the same time instead of looking at it like oh like that dialed me in there oh thankfully mm-hmm. that happened then that happened it's like you are who you are and you're going to capitalize on every opportunity and situation so if that didn't happen and it was a different one you would have you would have gone would have figured it way, out yeah. and you would have made the best route of that it's just crazy like imagine like all the different like the different outcomes that could always be it's and it all happened about. right what's the theory you say it all the time all the theory of like everything's already happened but the like, everything that happened happened for the best reason because it happened yeah that that quote too for sure but no there's that theory that like you know i gotta i like put this upside down in a different universe. oh yeah just the oh the the multiverse theory yeah that, the, like because you did do that at the decision and you went that in a parallel yeah, yeah, universe yeah, yeah. i always think of that and there's that infinite yeah, universes yeah. where yeah. dossie is still walking dogs yep. yeah yeah 100 didn't get drunk that night and yeah. showed up and ended up running the company and, and now he owns 50 dog walking agencies <laughs> in every major city and be sick having him on the podcast it's actually a pretty good pretty i ended good up getting a dog yeah. and you know what i mean he trained by <laughs> dog. This, about dogs. this happened yeah. in a parallel universe this is going down <laughs> this right is now. a dog podcast yep. yeah wow. it's all about dogs um i think we should i think we should switch the vibe up real quick we got a uh we got a little video question that i haven't even heard yet are you ready video question yeah, yeah. A, little, a little someone sent in some stoke who do we have here D-Dub. What up, Dossie? It's your boy D-Dub here. <laughs> Love to hear that you're on the pod again. This is... uh, I got a question for you. And that is, uh, whatever happened to Mike Dossie, the surf videographer? There was a point when you were you were going hard and you were making claims of the beach. And we want to know, is he uh, is he ever coming back to the beach or is he a mountain man his whole life? Yeah, that's a good He's- one. Well, freaking D-Dub. Get this man to Indonesia. It just hasn't happened yet. It's just, I just keep going with the flow and the flow keeps keeping me here. It just hasn't happened yet. And I think once it does, I'm going to be so fully fucking committed to it that it's like, there's no turning back there. So it's like, I can't just like tip tip my toes over yeah, there you don't want to like, do what i'm doing no it's fucking brutal it's, yeah you're 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 confusing yourself yeah like, your whole I, mind yeah, is being I pulled know. in all these directions like i have too much going on right now it's like mm. i can't eat but like well what's the what's the scenario where i don't know it might have been a couple years ago but there was like someone that you were connected with through red bull or somebody who does stuff in surfing and they had hit you up because you were traveling yeah there's a couple of jobs out i know a couple of people that shoot for red bull surf and, and they, had, they, always, they had hit you up and said like if you want to swap for a gig or something yeah yeah like that. that's gonna happen when pat nolan shout out that dude he's the best he's actually i don't I think he's maybe new jersey based or new jersey born but now he's in a in california i don't shout know jersey but he's a dope 
dope, dope surf photographer. And he always like throws up some stuff. And we've been connected on Instagram. Again, my Instagram is so freaking amazing. Like I would never have met this guy. And like he randomly, we're going to randomly at one point, like I'm going to get pull him onto some snow. He's going to pull me onto some surf stuff and bada boom, bada bang. It's kind of how it always goes in this stuff. Like you just meet new people and you vibe with them. You end up working together because everything that we do is just like, well, everything in this industry, it's like all work. It's not work, but it's passion. But passion is work and work. It's a whole intertwiny thing. So a lot of when you're surrounded by it with a lot of people, it's like it's this whole just like bounce off effect. The thing is also, Dossie's never even seen a nice, perfect pitching. I've never seen barrel. It. I've never seen a barrel. He's never seen the overhead just grinding. No, 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 no. You know, I've never seen a barrel of any sort. Yeah. Never seen you in a barrel. I've never seen anybody in a barrel. Pull that's, up the clip. That's what I'm saying. Nothing. That so it's different. And I'm claiming if we got Dossie on, on a the boat, the boat <laughs> and the vents, and Game, we're tropical set, stoking. Match. But this is like after the next Olympics. Yeah, you know yeah what I mean, yeah. when Let you're like, you, I need you, another, like you I said, need another one. You freaking really dialed in what you wanted to mm-hmm. do, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna like start trying to tamper into some other avenues. Yeah, I think I need one more Olympics behind my back, under my belt, and like. I think after that, I'm going to try to open up my world past snow as much as I can, but we'll see what happens. I say that all the time, and it's so funny because this is always like, this is the dream, and I absolutely am in love with what I do. But there's always that like, ooh, but it would be really sick to go, yeah, shoot surfing or go shoot the NBA or like go shoot music and go shoot an artist. an entirely new perspective. I just want to shoot a bunch of shit. And humble your shit. I just want to shoot. I just want to shoot. I just like shooting it. And it's like, I think always, no matter which direction my career goes, whether it's directing, producing, videography, filming, photography, commercial photography, whatever it is, I think it'll always kind of end up like, I'm still going to be shooting photos always. Because that's like, I'm, I'm, that's my thing. So no matter where like work pulls me, like I need to be shooting photos no matter what it is. So that's how I feel about skateboarding. Yeah. So I feel like a piece of shit when I go like three, three or yeah. four months and I don't skate. Yeah. I'm like, I literally got to skate for two weeks right now to get half my tricks back. Literally. That's the foundation. Bro, you skateboarding, me growing up watching you skateboard was like a big part of my early stages of getting into all this. Yeah, we didn't know each other. We didn't know each other at all. I just saw videos of you. He does. He grew up in the same town, went to the same schools. He was a couple of years younger, but we literally did not. I have this one envision. I knew of you. I knew this one I have this one like stamped imprint like vision of you. Are you, you. hammer fisting? Yeah, you, you you literally like some cop like ripped you out of the skate park and you literally punched your board was vertically. You punched it in half vertically, like not even like, like sideways, like through the middle, like you were holding it long ways. And punched it in the punched in half. and broke this shit like just going fucking crazy and just punched his skateboard. Oh, Cops taking him out of the skate park. He's like fucking ri- destroying his skateboard, getting ripped out of the skate park. <laughs> like, but I was like, "Fuck, that kid is psycho, sick. dude!" Like, I used to get sick. fucked, bro. I would get just, dude. They would just fuck with me. Yeah, like I, I, I think that was the time I got kicked out. Of like the 57th best or yeah, something. Yeah, it, it was a competition because or something. some kid, uh, we were fundraising. Like I've always been a good person, but I've always just gotten <laughs> called out for some bullshit. And I know you're we a good person, fundraising you're awesome. <laughs> for the skate park and trying to get money. 
So I'm investing my own money and I'm rolling around with a shoebox trying to get money for people to donate. And I don't remember, this was literally so long ago, but I know <laughs> I, I didn't like, steal any money from it because I was the the one who was at the town hall who created the, the event thing. to yeah. start raising the money. And I, it was all of our friends Yeah, it was like the trying skate, to raise the money. Skate you have like a warrant out for front crooking like the, the church down <laughs> rail. <laughs> and the yeah, cops are coming Probably. for you. Literally. But no, there was like some Forgot beef, him. I want to say, with like some kid who moved to mm-hmm. town and like he, like mm-hmm. I was like a really good skater and he was good, but like there was like some beef that wasn't even known. And he told the cops that i was stealing money mm. from it so because the cops Classic. hated us because we live in a small town and they just literally get off Hate on abusing mm-hmm. children this weird yeah, thing yeah. that these cops you got nothing do. to do there stealing your boards and stuff yeah. not letting you bring them to school like all the kids who were out all the time having fun and not doing drugs and not causing havoc yeah. like just skateboarding off literally the but anyways the cops knew oh mr willax mm-hmm. heard you're stealing money and they Let's and, go. and i have yeah. the box of money and yeah. i'm like this is my job and they're yeah. like you can't have that yeah, on it was you. the skate part or the skate shop authority and that's literally the whole reason that like i didn't go to college it's like passionately just angry getting, while yeah, punching your skateboard mobbed, yeah. dude. i would always just or at least it felt like i was always getting taxed from authority yeah you, i feel like you were because once you do then you're like kind of against it and then they feel that yeah, energy yeah, and then yeah. it's just a and then battle. that's how you, you approach next it year. next time and it's definitely yeah. half my fault i could definitely take a lot some of your stories in high school though about like Ooh. relaxed oh, i'm crying yeah, that's, that's another simple sometimes. one when the school bell rings and everybody's just going through the halls and there's lines like ants going through a little mm-hmm. and i had a piece of gum took a piece of gum out put it in my mouth v vaughn mm-hmm. the main homie I know, I, you know how you know the people's schedules and like you're going to pass mm-hmm, Vaughn mm-hmm, around mm-hmm. this corner. And I literally imagine rolling up a little piece of tin foil. And as Vaughn rolled by me, I flew through him and it hit him in the head. I'm like, Ooh. that was it. And this guy goes, Mr. Willax, <laughs> the, the principal, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Willax. And I'm just head down. I know what he, I, he wants me to go grab that piece of paper, dude, because I, I'm just like, I'm not, you have to be, there's paper everywhere, yeah. you know, like. And there's someone who's, dude, like, I'm not trying to give a job. I'm not trying to be put down the custodian, but homie's rolling around in between classes, sweeping up paper. And, yeah. and he's just, he literally, Mr. Willax. This is Mr. Matt. Mr. Sward. Oh, and I turn The way around, you described it. <laughs> <laughs> and I walk back and I literally grab the thing up and I just like slam it in the garbage <laughs> right next to him. And he's just, in my office. I'm just like, it's so heavy dude it was like i, I don't think just, i went i don't think i went to the principal office one, one not one time in high school i was a bit of a troublemaker but i don't think it's oh, bad, it bad as this guy yeah <laughs> they would just call me in and i'm just i would be in there like how's it going guys let's here let's take up some more of my math class time <laughs> yeah what tell me what <laughs> i did wrong crazy. last week let's focus on the negative things that i did in my life so that that way i can continue to do those it's things and these teachers are like mother a young fucker. teenager yeah. i know they're just next thing you know they're like pull me out of class like we got to search your locker home so and so and said this i'm like have fun mm-hmm. like <laughs> let's go let's pull me out of math class where i learn things mm-hmm. so that later when i come back there and i'm behind yeah, and i can't catch up literally. now it's you'll like, have a reason for me to be in trouble and end up back in the office because i'm not getting my work done and, so it's, and it's true because it's it's like i get off on on being angry to them and then they get off and making sure that he gets in trouble and you're like what is going on in this weird system of like authority Hierarchy, people yelling yeah. at you and it's like we're just here we're supposed to be learning and then in another universe you were like a star running back yeah oh i was gonna say i was gonna say <laughs> a nerd, yeah. oh a nerd no yeah. i'm thinking just aggressive running back for whatever high school you bacon right you guys went to oh uh, well that's what i was saying i read the the book um the david goggins book 
Holy moly. This is a funny version that you haven't. I created this like person in my head when I'm working out now because Goggins claims that most people when they're just at zero spent exhausted, just nothing left, like ran every ounce that you have. That's 40%. And mentally you're just soft and you can go harder. And like I was pushing through and literally finding that like, wow, if that was 40, I made it to 60, but I'm I'm dead now. And I created this C-dub that's fresh out of high school, never went (laughs) Did football all through high school, buzz cut, never skateboarded, just weight training, weightlifting, right into the Marine Corps, Army, boot camp, and just this just I mean, yeah, that's this you, monster. You would have been that. Parallel yeah. reality. Yeah, and I have this dude that looks at me when I'm like doing push-ups in the gym now, and I'm like this little snowboarder guy, and he's like, Yeah, you think you're limber, I'll show you limber, like 10 more. <laughs> It's really just you. It's just me. Just, I mean, I used to have the buzz cut and bench 300. So uh, if I kept that thing going. Yeah, the whole the gym thing has been killing me too. There was actually one question. This is the same exact topic here from what I was saying earlier. At Addie's claiming, what's a lesson you would teach your 20-year-old self or something you wish you adopted earlier in life? Oh, I got I to eat healthy. That. That's okay. an easy one. I would eat healthy and I would follow like clean diets from 20 years old on. That'd be insane. Like imagine that. Even imagine sooner. starting that. As soon as soon, you as, yeah, imagine that. And like I was always pretty good. I never really snacked too much. My mom was always like super health food nut. But I think like even gnarlier would have been sick. So I think that's a big one for me. Eating healthy for sure, but I think just like if you are doing so, it's so like cliche to say stuff like this, but I just started going at stuff like proper mm-hmm. if I knew 100%. I liked it, like surfing mm-hmm. or the gym or my diet now. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew, had that mindset when I was younger. Like if I like it, just go at it now. Yeah. Even with snowboarding, loved it, but I like was mad that I couldn't do such cool stuff or whatever. <laughs> and I didn't do that. Like learn back one, then switch back one, mm-hmm, then front mm-hmm. three, then switch front three. And just do it how you think you should. Like, if you're doing bad in a class and you're like, oh, if I just wrote down every single word and put it on flashcards, I'd probably be fine. But that's so much work. And like now I've realized if I just do stuff the way I think you should just do it super proper, it always works. So you got to just, yeah, commit to everything you do. Committing. like Like, Commit to everything you fucking do 100%. Because when you don't commit to something 100% is when it's, you're going to. Yeah, you just don't. It's not going to work. It doesn't work. And I've been doing that as I'm older, mm-hmm. like with everything and it works so much better than just being like, I like this, but I'm not going to like fully go at it. You've been doing that for a while, mm-hmm. how you do your tricks yeah. and stuff or like pretty much everything you've been doing. I don't know. It's just, that's what I would tell my 20 year old self. Just like be a little that's bit more good disciplined on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's hard lot. to tell anybody that though, because when you're there, well, it's love. You have to fucking love it Yeah, to do that every day and to want to do it and have nobody telling you to wake up and make a skate trick list. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and it's all about the people that you're around too. If you got a bunch of people that are around you skating, then you're going to be more inclined to do it. And fucking the better you get at it, the more you start to love it. And I'm not like a good surfer at all, but like, I feel like my year has gone way further than like some other people's year just because I'm like, all right, I got to go every day and no matter what, even if it's not good. And then I, I got the mindset snowboarding. If I don't let a trick, I'm so mad. I'm like hiking back up pissed. If I didn't get a wave or something, I'm like, I'm still paddling getting i'm getting a little bit stronger so now i I adopted that and that made me so much happier out there even when it's flat i'm just like oh i'm getting better at paddling and with snowboarding i never looked at it like that so surfing changed a ton with that that's what's up a lot i would 
I'm saying what you guys didn't say because you guys did what I should have done, which is like learn more of the like just business to life aspect stuff, numbers, how, you know what I mean? Operation stuff. Cause I am so lost. Don't have a damn clue. Don't, you know what I mean? And like, that's why everything I do in my business is just operated by me and what I can do because anything outside of that just gets too crazy. I don't like you listen to Rob Deerdick talk on the podcast and just the way that he breaks down budgeting and numbers and how, mm. if you don't know your budget sheet and your balance sheet and these line items and all that, then, you, then he won't even talk to you. He doesn't want to even want to know. And mm. like, he learned that after making street league and all that. And I'm just like, I need to somehow put the commitment, like you just said, that I do to other stuff into figuring out how this game of life works because it's created by other people and there's wild rules. You're crushing are, the game of life, the business part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game of life, you're you're on it. Well, mm -hmm. that's just life, but like the literal game, because this shit is a game. They, mm -hmm. they made rules and they implemented them way before I was alive mm -hmm. and they <laughs> hid them underneath really encrypted texts that mm. they knew people like me would not want to read. And they threw you into it. <laughs> and, there's, and then you, tossed without, you into without it. Without even and asking. They, yes, yeah. and they said, you owe us this and you yeah. got to do that and yeah. you got to do this and, and, and it's not in school and they don't teach you it and any, so it's like you got to go way out of your way to learn. That's the most fucked shit. Though. Most fucked shit. How do you ever, not teach dude. kids about taxes in or school finances or finances or anything? Why? It's the most important thing you when you're an adult. Is yeah. How, how to maintain a credit there card. There could be like, one class for this too. Credit card. You class, don't even need like, all of high school. Literally. One class and could life. And you don't even need like it needs just it needs to be basic 101 stuff. How to yeah. balance some shit. Like yeah. how to tie a tie. Like uh, little, little like business. Like, so, sure. Yeah. Add that to it. email, email, yeah. how to email it through a business. I guess there are classes for that now. I'm assuming. But that's like, specific. Like you have to go. Yeah. To that needs to be a common that. class. Like, it yeah. needs to be just a common. If everyone life has to pay adult taxes. Class, and like, everyone's going to have to budget and do how to be an adult. Like yeah. literally an adult class. No, they, they, they missed that whole entire the part. The taxes thing is huge because that I even went to school for finance and I can't even, I can't. I have a hard time doing my own taxes and it comes to a point where I need to like send that to other people and it, it goes beyond taxes. I mean, it goes to like all parts of my business and all parts of dude, literally everything. And like, I do, I even went to school for it and it's still not yep. like, and then trying to find somebody to help you with that is like, you're filtering through 80% of people who are just trying to just make money off of your <clears throat> unintelligence of uh -huh. your ignorance on your own financial situation. You're like, how do you not have a straight homie who's down to be with the boys and like figure out. We the, need a tax the, homie. We need a tax homie. We need an accountant homie. Yeah. A real we need homie, a money homie. A serious homie. We that's need a not homie just homie. Someone that knows someone who knows someone, like someone who's around. And we don't need somebody's aunt. And yeah, we like, don't need somebody's aunt or uncle. Not looking at everything that happened and being like, here's what happened. Being mm -hmm. like, yo, here's what's happening and what you're doing. This is how you, how you structure make it and do it because <laughs> this is how it's set up. Yeah. And right now you're doing it how they thought you were going to do it. So you're just paying for everything. Mm -hmm. It's just you. You're like, <laughs> it's crazy. It's pretty crazy. And, yeah. I, and I think even going into running your own business and going freelance say like talking to freelancers and creatives and like going down that whole route like it is such a grind business wise and i don't think a lot of people understand that side of things and going into it blind you kind of don't know and i think like learning business and knowing the fundamentals of business is gonna help you drastically in the long run when it comes to going freelance and becoming a creative and you can learn that from like just being in it or going to school. But you don't, really, you don't need to go to school. 
you just kind of get into it and then again just do all your due diligence and like do all your studying and learn about all of it as much as you can and like youtube is a great great source for all this thing it's like cool to be proper too you know it wasn't like cool to get like straight a's maybe in high school but like it's like cool to be super proper. If I could go back to high school, I would be a genius, dude. Yeah. I would study every single thing. I was, I was dope in high school. Ah, <clears throat> uh, I was blowing it. I just was fighting with the teachers and then not trying to do what they. But well, then when to I do. when I went to college, though, I hated college. So and I fucked. That's I where just, I turned on. Was you? I I did not. I turned off. But it kind of again, it's the whole thing to of life. It's like. My life at first was like business. High school like kind of put me in this business route because I was like, I would always study and get good grades and like work really hard in class. And like I was always doing that. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go to college and do the same thing. And when I went to college, I don't even know what happened, but like they went totally opposite. And it was like, I don't want to be in school. I want to be skateboarding. I want to be traveling. I want to go on hikes. I want to go hike all, all I want to go to New Hampshire and hike all the mountains. I want to do, I want to start snowboarding. I want to do this more. I want to, it's like, it was so completely opposite. I don't even know what switched in my mind or in my now, body. Now, but. how do you do that and afford it? How do you make it so that you're able to live that and go to those places and well, not have to time. go back and work every three months or six time. months? That takes time and decision making and decision making and and strategic decision making and like understanding the decisions that you're making, I think are very important. You're not just like making just stupid decisions, like think about the things before you do them and like go have fun and like make and like go out and like chance it and like take chances and take risks and all that but like think about them and like make sure that you envision how it's going to go before you do them because like if you're going into something blind and you're just like you like made the decision to do this and you just don't really know the outcome and you didn't see an outcome to it it's like you probably shouldn't have done that but if you see an outcome fully and you see it fully through and then you can see your year after that and then the next couple years after that and it starts going spiraling into it it's starts like, making sense yeah it's like that's like gut feeling like go to that but it's like to make like all that happen i think takes a lot of time Mm -hmm. you know it doesn't just i think even um, just the acceptance of that too like a lot of people aren't can't picture themselves achieving that type mm -hmm. of thing and and having that success like you don't need to literally see it to where like you're mapping out every single aspect of how it's happening, but you just need to like see yourself at that level mm -hmm. of achievement and then at that next level mm -hmm. and like feel the feelings that you get and see the people that you'd be around. Mm -hmm. And like you could picture yourself giving a high five to someone that you know would be right there yeah, as you guys one. like hold something that you know you'd be holding. Mm -hmm. And like there's so many little intricate things, but literally accepting the fact that you can be that greatness. Like you can, you can be that great. You can do anything. You can like, fucking do it. That's tough. Yeah. Really and this tough. applies to every anything, right? You're not anything. just talking about building this like epic business of your own and you're like running your own company. This could just be like everything. Somebody who wants to see the world everything. and go travel. Because oh. not everybody's just like working toward this like self-made making a ton of money business. Mm -hmm. And like, some people love the nine to fives and some people don't want to stress about their jobs. Like my job comes with a lot of stress, but I love that stress and I thrive in it. But a lot of people are the opposite and <clears throat> don't want any stress at their job and want all their stress to be at home and like their time to you know their time to get away from stress they got all these kids they got all this family stuff going on we're gonna jump back into this 
with some more questions. The questions were good. A little intermission. We got a little better stoke for you, Doss. Oh, I miss that dude. He's like crushing it right now. Better to the editor. Oh, better to the editor. Wow. Mike Dossie, outside. So apparently it's just outside like, of action sports. Can you name one photographer and one videographer that inspire you the most and why they inspire you? Also, maybe how they have influenced your approach to shooting. Whoa, there's so many. I'm going to hate myself when I think about it. You know, if I get time to think about it, it's like I'm going to have a better answer. Well, you can think about it because he's got one for Verde too. So we'll come back to you. I love that. Perfect. Right. <laughs> Here we go. Give us a full diet breakdown and why you eat the way you do aside from your personal gains, like because of surfing or benefits to snowboarding. Like what are the benefits of eating the things you do the way you do? Okay. Well, <clears throat> full diet breakdown. You, I mean, we're going to put one hour on the clock. Yeah, Go ahead. literally. <laughs> should really put one minute I hear and tell this me to too. shut up. <clears throat> I mean, the full diet breakdown kind of realized – after, you know, linking up with you and seeing how you were eating, because I remember the whole GFB thing came super early in our friendship. We, me and Dan were like, what the hell is he talking about? GFB is either grass-fed butter or grass-fed beef. It's one of the, it's kind of like Spanish where sometimes they just know which yeah. one. And you're like, what do you mean? They're like, it, they just know. Yeah. So, I mean, the full diet thing started with just kind of realizing that we are athletes and we're trying to use our bodies as best as we can and as much as we can every day and after hanging out with you kind of realized that you know when you would make those pile of veggies and a bunch of beef on the side it feels so much better the next day than like going to empire burger and just grabbing a double mm. cheeseburger and a side of fries yeah yeah it sounds great but it doesn't really do anything for you so i guess the full diet breakdown everything you eat just needs to come in every way shape or form from the earth kind of just Literally. only get the meat only get the veggies only get the fruit you don't need to get like the already pre-made stuff or all the saucy marinade and whatever kind of realize our bodies <clears throat> with how much <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> with how much we use them they get affected so quickly and so easily so just using everything just grass-fed and organic and just only fruit, only honey, only dairy. It's just, it's kind of what your body repairs itself with the best. So, you know, after surfing for three hours or boarding from 9 a.m. to 4 and not eating anything, and then the first thing you put inside your body is a donut. Like, it's mm. going to use that and it's going to store it. And, and it's, it's going to create new cells out of it. Yeah, well, there's that too. And your body just doesn't really know what to do with it. So, realizing that, I feel better. You just you eat stuff that your body's actually going to repair with. And I started using red meat mostly just because I've heard that it kind of, in terms of our DNA and like a cow's DNA, it's like the closest matching. I guess the best thing technically for us to eat would be human. If you wanted to work out and repair your muscles with the exact protein, it would be the human DNA Even is though, the best. What, if, isn't it? If you eat crazy. human, you so you get some crazy sickness instantly. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about that. You get that. mentally, yeah, you, yeah. Get, you go crazy yeah, mentally. Yeah. yeah, we can't live off human. Yeah, yeah, I just, I remember hearing from, you know, a professor in college, which now we all know, who knows if they were even teaching the right stuff. You want stuff that closely matches your DNA, mm -hmm. your cells, and red meat is one of the closest things out there. Like chicken obviously is good, <clears throat> and so is fish, but red meat is very closely matching to us. So, I mean. And the word red meat, good Lord. 
There is mm-hmm. such a difference between conventional these days, which shouldn't be conventional. Old, conventional old school used to be grass fed, but the difference between an animal that has eaten the diet that it's supposed to eat and lived in an area and drank in the things that it's supposed to eat versus an animal who has lived with its head barely able to move mm-hmm. out of a stall more than three feet, doesn't actually get to walk around, doesn't see the light of day, eats straight genetically modified corn and stuff is like – it's that's the toughest part of the argument when we have with other people when they try to talk about diet is they're like, oh, you're eating red meat. And the word red meat literally is not there's not enough substance it behind people. it It's because there's such a difference between mm-hmm. red meat that comes from a healthy animal. I just don't even have the vocabulary involved or the the well, the standpoint or just how a doctor would say <laughs> it, but just the makeup of how the meat is compared <clears throat> to when they eat hay versus grass or what they would want or see daylight and get exercise. Mm-hmm. The makeup is just so much different and what ends up happening with that cow is just not natural. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, better for us to eat that type of sustainable stuff. And yeah, it's hard to tell people that stuff and like, it's just the, every hypothesis it's is so now deep. wrong. The lipid hypothesis with how cholesterol is looked at mm-hmm. where the whole you know, have you seen the new oh, yeah. no, pyramid? We talked about the whole thing about yeah, so my it, cholesterol because I had my my blood test done and I had like super high cholesterol, but it was just like running. This is like right when we were doing like um, keto. We were no, yeah, keto. I was like doing keto and we were eating like a bunch of meat. We were doing um, Animal Thirty. Animal Thirty. We were doing all that. And I just got my blood taken like right after that when I right when I got back to the East Coast and my had super high tea or whatever. And um, I had like a bunch of or super high tea and I had super high um, cholesterol, LDL. How did you feel though? I felt fucking blazing. That's the thing. Is, oh my it's God. I was like ratio. working out. I was doing it's everything. hard it was, to was even great. explain this my to somebody. My lipid count was like great or like my triglycerides were like yeah, super that's good. Like what you need to look at. Super, super When you were saying good. tea, were you talking about testosterone? Yeah, testosterone. I have high, I have high tea or something. So that's great. Yeah. That's good. No, yeah. but the whole hypothesis that doctors use and even all these new like woke, whatever you want to call them, doctors nowadays, they they just didn't like the hypothesis used to be high LDLs, you're going to have cardiovascular disease, mm-hmm. high fats, you're going to get high LDLs. Mm-hmm. And now they're kind of realizing that if you eat very good fats, mm-hmm. good source yeah, fats, different. they yeah. just overgeneralized everything. They blanket statemented every fat there was out there. And that's why McDonald's in like the 40s and the 50s, it, they yeah. used to fry their fries in beef tallow. Uh, but then something happened hmm. with, I see, I don't even know, saturated fats where we Money. think they're bad now. I don't know if it's money or yeah, maybe well, it money is money. money. It yeah. likely is money in the whole pharmaceutical industry, yeah. but they changed to seed oils because they claimed those fats are better for you, which well, is that cheaper. is the reason everyone's cholesterol is wrong, but it's so really they're just cheaper. But really, if you they're eat cheaper. really That's good excellent. butter and really good bacon yeah. every single day, you will have yeah. better blood cholesterol levels than somebody who doesn't eat yeah. the stuff that they say yeah. is bad. The ratio is what's it's really just, important. Yeah. It's so hard to even have this conversation with oh, anybody. It's brutal. But the I comment think, section is going to be absolutely nuts. But I we think, went way too deep into it. And literally, I don't even know about this. Yes, because the health game is so serious and people dedicate five years of their life to a diet that helps them. And some mm-hmm. people might go vegan and from the diet that they – came off of it was pro- a lot of processed mm-hmm. foods so they're there's so many variables good, yeah. that they're going to feel better they're going to start getting mm-hmm. nutrients that they've never had mm-hmm. but then if they're going to lack something for months and months and months mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're going to be like oh maybe this isn't mm-hmm. the diet for me but 
at the end of the day, we literally are just claiming eating whole foods from animals that lived the way that they were supposed to Mm -hmm. and eating whole foods from plants that grew in an environment that was nutritious, Mm -hmm. that isn't created in a laboratory where the genes Mm -hmm. and the way that it grew haven't been tampered with. A bunch of bullshit isn't put on it. And none of that is really disputable whatsoever. Don't spray it with stuff. And like, it's if you actually try to do that these days, you will realize you you can't. It's unfortunate. The only surefire way, and you still would, you still can't. But the only surefire way is you have to cook yourself. It's impossible Everything. to go Everything out. Everything you take. There's all little mm-hmm. shortcuts. Oh, I'll do this. And it's the worst because you know how some people think they're, say there's somebody who's super overweight. Mm-hmm. Their breakfast every day was eggs, bacon, a bunch of bread and potatoes. Mm-hmm. And they think, I need to start losing weight. I'm going to start doing egg whites. Oof. I'm going to take the bacon out. Oof. Do more toast Ugh. because I, I don't want that heavy fat. I'm not going to put cheese in my eggs. Do people do that? That's, That's what the happening. general public is yes. told. Don't you're eating when, too much fat. You're gonna get fat. When really it's the quality of the bacon that you're getting. It's the quality of the egg that you're getting. It's yeah, removing yeah. that carbohydrate so that your body utilizes those fuel sources, those fats, before it utilizes the carbohydrates. But at the same time, so if you so are eating, if you are eating consistently, like you said, like this bacon egg bullshit every morning, yeah, it's not helping you. So when somebody else is eating it, but the right stuff and it is helping them, they're all confused and they're like, yes. well, it's helping them, but it's not helping me. <laughs> Those, so it's like where it's, it's so hard because then a little bit of exercise is, does it involve, you yeah. know, if you're not doing anything all day and you just cut out something or add something, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Nothing's, mm-hmm. you're not just going to turn into a super fit person. Yeah, it's all about committing hundred percent to something. Like, it's just, there's so many different diets, variables like, on it. And yeah, if you, if you literally just want to cut it down to just the food part, if you took somebody and and we wrote them a diet and they were overweight at one point, I can almost guarantee you if they followed everything we told them to do for, lose for what, sure. 75 days, they would their levels would change and they'd feel almost. better and they'd start to lose a little bit of fat and their face would shrink a little bit. And no, they're not going to have a six pack or they're not going to be, mm-hmm. you know, throwing back double tens like Casey or anything. Mm-hmm. But like, but you, you'll see the result. You like, see the result and yeah. it's all in the food. The, the American food industry is literally trying to kill us and it sucks, but we, so, we have to get away from this topic. It's it's I hate it more than anything because it's just, there's too many people that know so many things and a lot more are not yeah, educated yeah, yeah. enough educated. to be in you a literally, doctor I don't even know how to, to say tell it. people yeah. to prescribe diets and stuff. Yeah, it yeah. just comes down to eating whole foods from places that you know are proper and you can't argue and stop that. eating yeah. processed things and say grace before your meal for literally the fact <laughs> that it came from where it did and all the things and the people that got it to the point like that will actually change the way that your food goes into your body and what your body does with it. And we could just only hope that the food industry just stops worrying about profits and stops destroying what's going on with our planet and the pesticides and everything and just lets us just eat regular food, please. Because it, if you get on a proper diet, you just feel so good. You have so much energy. And that's literally where this, this started from. The, his diet and his whole entire lifestyle that Petter was talking about and asking this question stemmed from him getting into surfing, getting pinned down underwater one time for a couple more seconds than he thought he was capable of and being like, oh my God, I need to get my shit together. Am I right or wrong? A hundred percent. I mean, that was it. I was like, I want to get good. And if I'm not on it in every way possible and it starts with the diet, mm-hmm. I have no with the diet. And I'm not, I, I can testify since October <laughs> of last year, 2022, I have, I, I can confidently say my diet is 83% red meat in my protein intake. Jesus. I'm not going to say my whole diet, but my 83% like, dude, I'm not and kidding. How often I bought, do you go to the gym. 
when I was when I'm like in a place like now, I'll go all the time, I'll be like five days a week mm-hmm. at this point. But you know, it depends on the road. The things, the gym is different in other mm-hmm. ways when you're on the road. But mm-hmm. yeah, I've probably bought in 500 pounds of beef since October last year. Are you just trying to dodge this question because you've had about 10 minutes? <laughs> we need one of one of the most influential Five. photographers and videographers outside of action sports, Dossie. So I'm trying to hit somebody that right. So I got a couple. So I think Aaron Brimhall is one of the best. Who is that? He shoots um he actually started shooting and snowboarding back in the day. He still probably dabbles at some point, but he lives in Utah, Utah-based. He shoots a lot of cars, like really nice cars. He just does a lot of really cool work. He kind of pushes that whole side of um, photography, and it's just his work just stands above pretty much anyone else. You like what he's shooting or how he's doing I just doing the, it. love the way that he has turned – and like he, he he operates a really successful photography business and like just he's very well known and he's like really huge and just like very like his stuff just stands apart from everybody's and like that's like that's inspiring like when you have like he's got a brand like when we see you on the gram we don't need to see that it's you it's like oh that's a dossier photo. that's ex- well <laughs> yes yeah. like that because yeah. that happens instantly yeah. like, you know it's a, you know it's a, it's his photo when, when yeah. you see that and so he's one of he's definitely That's big no-brainer um and then just like a couple other i think that like cole ferguson is really was a really really dope photographer um who's that he's a photographer from socal um he's worked with sean white in the past that's how i know him um but he shoots a lot of fashion and like running and just like la stuff and studio work and his work's really really cool and i've like taken a lot of inspiration from a lot of his stuff like seeing like his angles and like seeing the way he kind of like puts light on his subjects and stuff like i like i study his work a lot and like learn a lot from it so that i think is a really you know, inspiring piece. So I think he's another one that's outside of snowboarding that I like really look into. Um, and then there's a lot of photographers just in the space of like the NBA and the NFL and just like team sports. I hate myself that I don't know the, the names of them off the top of my head and I'm connected with them on an IG and whatnot, but just there's a lot of people like the cow, uh, the, uh, the Cowboys, the Dallas Cowboys, like media team is like really, really, really dope. <laughs> Um, do you have anybody you're like directly connected with that inspires you to that level that you can actually talk to? Yeah, I got a lot of people that I'm directly connected to in team sports actually because of um the I won this um grant a couple of years ago like the Doug Pensinger um photography grant or something for action sports. Actually, it wasn't for action sports, it was just for sports. And I was like the only action sports photographer that got like nominated or like won an award. Sick. So, they brought like snowboarding into like the the limelight of baseball and NBA and um hockey and everything. So, I got to like meet all the other winners and everything and then get connected and like have like a mentor mm-hmm. through like Getty, like Getty photography. I've seen that all sports. That's all like sports. every high school yeah, sports. They, they, I mean, they yeah. cover everything. Yeah. Every single thing in the world. They, they cover like the, like the presidential campaign. Like they cover uh, the, the school the VMAs, the school photos yeah. or whatever. Like they'll do anything. But they're, they have a lot of strong <laughs> photographers over there that are big mentors. Um, so a lot of those guys have been helping me a lot. Um, 
throughout the year, the last couple of years, ever since that um, grant. But this, I'm just I, now I have this question: What do you even need help with? You're so good at photos and videos, but I don't really know. Everything. But like, because you edit and all your angles are sick, and you're shooting these epic snowboarders because they're always looking good. But like, like, what, what do you it's call like, someone for help with? Like, like, I guess in like photography now, I don't as much. Like for photography, I don't really ever maybe like i'll ask cole like what kind of diffuser he's using or like lighting and like like uh, equipment tech like that but as far as like theory and everything i used to reach out to people and like i used to reach out to aaron blatt and blotto and like all those guys and like learn like how do you shoot that like how did you get that shot like that's insane they would literally tell me and like i don't do that as much anymore because um, you got your own not now you're you and i can i figured okay. it yeah i figured out like the theory behind it and i kind of like figured out my eye and like my 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 vibe and my zone and like where like my photography's kind of play my photographs play but um i think my i'm reaching out a lot on the film side of things like i reach out to dana like fucking all the time i reach out to a lot of people on the film side of things just again about equipment um but dana kind of taught me everything that i know i about called him three times before we set this up he taught me literally everything i know about <clears throat> shooting and video um and he taught himself everything that's so cool yeah <laughs> and ori taught him a lot yeah, of the stuff yeah, he yeah. knows but no, I think, I mean, I need, I would love, I wish, I wish I had a mentor. Like I never had a mentor, like going through any of this. Like I had people that I looked up to. I had people that would help me out here and there. Like Peter Cirilli would randomly, like I'd be somewhere. We'd be out of a competition randomly. He had a bunch of strobes. I didn't even know what strobes were. He'd be like, dude, take off his, take off his uh, transceiver on top of his camera, give it to me. Now I'm running all of his strobes. He's like, I don't need it right now. Like I just shot a bunch of strobes. He gave it to me. Like would help me out like that. Like it's like such a good like community of like people doing it with all the same aspirations and like goals and everything. So it's like all of us just like help each other out. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's pretty cool on the photography thing but like yeah i don't really know anything with filming so i kind of had to learn all that shit from that's really from cool. dana master much. of your craft and i'm still learning that's a lot to learn i don't really know anything <laughs> <You're> <laughs> just winging it. it's working me. out i mean yeah. it can only get better so it's like the same thing with the photography when i first started i didn't know if, i didn't know anything and just ask questions and eventually you get better if you keep doing it so and i just keep doing it so i'm gonna get better and eventually i'm gonna be really really good and by that time i'm not gonna need a film i'm just gonna be directing i hope and i'm just gonna hire dana yeah. to film all my stuff yeah. and it's, he's gonna, gonna hire someone else out and he's gonna hire someone else out. can you imagine yeah. how many people think that i know how to run a camera really well yeah I mean, you do. I mean, you know more than the average person. Yeah. Uh, you know Don't, more than the yeah. average. You know, you know more you than the average person. Epic videos. Good oh, yeah. You do I'll, throw everything will, on auto. And I will it's hilarious, rip and edit. I'll talk yeah. shit on my a GoPro. It's complicated. You got that dialed. I mean, I don't even know about setting dialed. up a GoPro. Isn't like <laughs> I wouldn't know. Still, probably not yeah, shooting in the right settings though. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. I don't yeah. use an ND filter because then, then you can start doing math. You don't I know. Do the N, you don't no. Use an ND I filter, get bro. every shot. That's what? the thing. All those shots. They're all blown out. Miss. No. They're all blown out. We get the shot. You can't see anything. You can peep the peep it. I got three angles too. I can't believe that. It's all auto though. It's just all, it's all auto. auto. Everything. Yeah. I don't use auto anything. I oh, wish I could. It'd be it's so nice. So easy. So 
But the thing is, I'm every day all day. But like that's how I get my like random shit. It's like I just shoot in obnoxious settings, and it turns out dope. Yeah. It's like I just put my I just put it on some shit that I think might work. Like, and if it doesn't, I just adjust a little bit. And because mine, like, even just bringing in a nice camera is like, you have to match every exposure exactly the same. And if you're trying to put a video out every single day, that's literally you're not going to be yeah. able to. And if you do, it's going to be super bright, super bright, and then a super dark clip. Yeah, it's and terrible. then you're going to be spending an hour color grading mm-hmm. a freaking vlog. Yeah, welcome to Dana's life every every Michaela episode. Well, that's a freaking <laughs> video for that. But yeah, he he's using your it. footage that you're it. sending him. Yeah, and it's terrible. I mean, my white balances are all over the place. It's like different oh yeah. settings. I, I have doing so much. It's like, and I'm like getting into traveling more from surfing and whatever. And I've always had this i don't want to be a photographer but i've always like i should have a camera so i could like a little food do stuff and then i think about it and i'm like i'm gonna get so bodied with settings and i know i could ask you because you're right there Auto. and you guys are right there too but i'm like i, I wouldn't even you. know we, i wouldn't even know where to start i would give you d-dub's number literally and and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I'm like I, I when I do get to Indo I want a camera yeah, with me one. so I can you know so I will be asking someone one of you or just get yeah. like a little automatic film camera that has like automatic yeah. settings already dialed in like it's that. like a disposable essentially but you, you can reuse it like yep. they have like Canon SureShot a bunch of stuff like that they have um like you had your really first cool camera and, and I think you need to like shoot some like film stuff you don't need to be shooting like high. Uh, I, yeah, no, I just want to be able to like say my brother rolls up and I want him to be able to yeah. film me surf yeah. that like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Auto. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's jump into this segment here. I haven't seen it. Oh. Verde made the clip. We got oh. a clip called Guess That Takeoff, Dossie. So you don't get to see the initial takeoff. You get to see right as the trick starts and you got to try to guess what happened. If, is it was it a like a goofy footed back nine? No, you have to oh, say God. what they land, what what spin? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This will Stance, be. You don't this will be a good one. I'm probably gonna fail miserably. Guess that takeoff. Ooh. Oh, this is. Ooh. Dossie was probably there. Yeah. Wait. Who was that? Oh my God. I don't even remember. I cropped everything out so nobody could see. Sure, it's a cab, either twelve or sixteen. When I initially, when I initially recorded this, I'm like, damn, they're gonna get this so easily. That's how many rotations regular. What was the trick? Cab 16. Yeah, cab 16. Mm-mm. Cab 14. Mm-mm. Is it cab 14 or 16? I don't even know. It's not that's not 16. More. 18? Oh, cab 19. Cab. Not cab. Just backside 1800. Backside? Yeah. Oh, I got body. Well, everyone's doing either backside or because he's regular. And that's the last dump right there. Yeah, but you don't grab like that. He grabs high indie because that's what everyone's doing now is grabbing mm-hmm. high indie. That's how you spin I'm fast. Back quad? So they could spin faster. That's they... a back quad? Yeah. Indie? Yeah. It looks like that disgusting where like, yeah. oh. That's what zooming, they're doing now so they can. Good. That's, that's the new way. Yeah, homie, it just pushes it 2100. No, dude. Same, well, he Show him. me the whole clip. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> how everyone's is that not a goofy-footed front-side yeah. spin? Where like, who who does that so good that I'm thinking of? I mean, all of them, all the boys. Yeah, Mark Holy Morris. Molly, dude. That gets me. That, that, wow. Luke, when come in, I think to do. 
Cab 18. Oh, no, I think they're like... All right, we'll look it. at it later. That I can't... I honestly... Uh, dude, I'm in it, and I'm there, and honestly, I can't keep track of all that stuff, dude. Hey, that's not your job. That's not... Yeah. That's my job. Yeah, I don't keep track of any of that stuff. All right, we're going to jump into this segment here called G of the Week, sponsored by Athlete Studio, the number one e-commerce platform for athletes. And they sponsor the podcast. They hook you guys up. If you submit your clip on Instagram, you can either tag you love to hear a podcast or use the hashtag G of the week or YLTHI podcast. And we're going to pick somebody each week, send you guys a hundred dollar code to the website to get dialed in with some gear and fair day. Pick this guy right here. What do we got? Aaron Hoffman Hoffman. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Oh, Mm. Oh, we rode with him today. Homie was on one today too. Damn. Oof. That was gnarly, bro. The kid Bucci? is just annihilating three Summit County. Onto that transfer, front three. Back three on transfer, perfectly front three off. That was gnarly. He's got Cross some crazy spins. clips. That kid goes off. I think. How many total spins? Was that that did last you do, one? Did zero you do on the bro team. Yeah, yeah, nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. What, what about the one before? Uh, oh, um, the one before back was... back one on, and then he did a cab, cab three, cab two. Oh, cab two, two. So five, but six, did it go backwards? Like seven, you said, it yeah, seven, <laughs> seven twenty. There's a lot was going on there. That was a seven twenty. Wow. <laughs> that was Aaron Hoffman. Hoffman. He was on one today. So yeah, hit us up on the You Love to Hear It podcast. We'll get you your code there. And anybody else who potentially wants to be featured, just use the hashtag either G of the Week or hashtag YLTHI podcast. Shout out Athlete Studio. And Dossie. Dossie wanted us to get into some deep stuff here. He wanted to get into something, something new, maybe techie, maybe some AI or something weird. And I had a shower Mars. thought, or maybe it was a jacuzzi thought the other day. Also, worst oh, thing God. ever. Worst thing we've ever done. I'll never go in a jacuzzi again. Well, it's a good I've been sore for four thing. days. I was good. Went in the jacuzzi. Jacuzzis are kind of gnarly. They're gnarly, dude. Yeah. Everything inflamed, Dirty. and I just got swole up. I woke up so sore super the hot, next day. It's too hot. Ice plunge. If it's that comfy. Anyways. Yeah. What <laughs> is about to be the next either social media like trend mm -hmm. or or app or thing to take off that you think heavy prediction i mean ai is clearly going to be the next thing how far it goes i don't know i didn't like i, I heard somebody say it and i kinda, i'm gonna butcher it i might have to say it later but throw it out there Dun, dun. Dun, <laughs> okay. dun. but like ai is just not at a point right now where it's like um they're the very 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 beginning stages and it's like it's going to be insane what that what the hell is going to happen with all that and we're already so wowed by it and we're already so wowed by well it. it's 10x since it's came out and it's 10x three times and every one starts to be like four to eight times as powerful as the next one but what i what i was trying to get at is like basically ai is taking over and the next Thing that happens is going to be like something based in AI. Yeah. And yeah. almost it's going to have a feel of like too much. And we all know that feeling even right now. So when it like steps into that next level, it can seem super overwhelming. And I wanted to break down something for the people who are 
like the OGs in the game. Like I was explaining to you the other day who maybe got left behind on TikTok or maybe got left behind on when podcasts are taken off and like, you always feel like you're a little bit too late. And then once you're late, it's like, Oh, I'm not even going to do it then. Mm -hmm. But the way that like things keep updating and changing, I truly believe that like the people that are on right now that are crushing it, whether that's like the current things on TikTok or whatnot, or, or myself with vlogs on YouTube, anything like that. Like if I don't pay attention to every new thing that happens, every new update, every new Instagram feature and all that, like I'll get left in oh, the yeah. dust it leaves you so behind. quick yeah. and so for the people who feel like they got left in the dust and never started a tiktok because it's too late and it, they're potentially right it is oversaturated mm -hmm. now to where like you can't just have I can't the even get same into it, yeah. potential of going mm -hmm. viral <clears throat> so when this new thing comes i just want to like give like some hope to the people that feel like they they missed that last one or, be or, or a bunch one. of them that there's going to be a bunch of yeah. them and the people that are on right now are probably going to be in their head and think that they that they got it all dialed and if they slip up or they don't like continue to change then then they're they're they're, they're smoked basically and it's just all leading into how I, the first thing i said was like the next thing might be too much mm -hmm. like it's going to be so ai that we're going to have like too many variables and it's going to need that humane mm -hmm. touch to it mm -hmm. that feature and so i feel like the people who are still kind of like our age like around 30 who grew up our whole childhood with no phones mm -hmm. and then like around the end of high school got like flip phones and then mm -hmm. started like the social media stuff so we still have like the brain that is based in like conversations with people when you see them face to face whereas like a lot of that kind of has gotten lost with social media and like the new kids are a lot focused just online and the ogs if they can bring in that vibe, that like VHS vibe or that like old school 90s, like heart and soul, like even if it's like, like you some could retro trust stuff, them. Yeah. And bring that into the next thing. I'm not here to say that I know the next thing, but I know that the next thing or or one of the things to come soon is going to be too techy and it's going to need like a human part to it. And I feel like those people who miss this last wave are going to be the ones that like save that mm -hmm. next piece of tech by bringing in some, some homeliness to it. Some yeah, love, some, some humanness. You know it. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I've just wanted to kind of explain that. Cause I know how it feels to be like, shit, like things are just taking off too quick. I missed the takeoff on that one. You know what I mean? I missed the takeoff on this, whether it's freaking Dogecoin or TikTok or uh, something yeah, else. It's like, everybody always feels like, damn it. But just remember that like, it's always switching up. And if you just stay on it and you learn, like it's a practice, you have to study to yeah, learn you have to study these things. These trends because I mean, TikTok is just one example of them and it goes like so deep. I feel like we said it earlier, like <clears throat> every year there's like a new trend that you can like make a bunch of like, essentially like success in like like one like one year it's there's like this I, I wish i had the exact page that i saw this on but it was like you know like last year 2021 it was like nfts 2022 it's yep um bitcoin something on 2020 yeah, yeah, um whatever. cyber something 2023 <clears throat> is ai um drop shipping you were saying. drop shipping was like back before you yep. know a couple years before it's like he, it's every something. year there's something you can e make a bunch of money on yeah e-commerce it's yep. like there's like big pushes like amazon something happened and it's like a huge money buy or money grab and like you can it's a bunch of opportunity in it every year there's like something that hits like this trend market that like I think there's a lot of opportunity and if you don't hop on it quick it goes because it's just this like trend 
but there's a lot of opportunity in that trend for that time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's a matter of like, yeah, like studying it and like figuring out like what looks like it's kind of kind of what like what's kind of pushing towards like what trajectory it's kind of going towards. And like I just think AI right now is kind of running that lead because all I hear about and see and it's just AI this, AI that, and AI. Dude, and it's getting better and better. It's I think, getting slowly. so good. You bro. want another craziest thing? I think I've heard on AI is this Drake AI thing. Yeah. Oh, the song, the it, rap song, it, it, song. It, like where you know the whole copywriting thing where you oh. couldn't do this, you couldn't do that. Like, where's the line where this guy can write his own lyrics but use Drake's it's voice? Not a guy. It's a, it's a it's yeah, a plugin. Yeah, it's a thing. That so it, if it I was to spit a, a rap song. right now, yeah. my name is C Dub. That I, just goes through and I, it's Drake's I voice. It, yeah. I drop it over. Yeah, my name, and it's yeah, instantly it's Drake. Drake yeah. But it's really good. Yeah. I mean, there's and, a whole song that he put out. Dude, and it's, it's not a song. There's it's infinite it's, oh, right is, now. Is it? And it's, you just type in Drake AI so and it's so good. So good, dude. D dub went through and downloaded all these YouTube videos, put them all into single tracks. We have like 40, 50 track AI Drake that we've been bumping. And I'm I don't well, see need like, a, dude, this is like this is what I'm talking about with like the whole like money thing. So like or like random opportunities, like that's a whole opportunity thing right there. Because I just saw some shit about this 15-year-old kids and they're making six hundred thousand dollars a month on Snapchat, and all they do is post and have this 24-7 story going of just like interesting looking videos. It's all they do. They just go on the web and find like, interesting looking videos. Screen record it. Screen record it or whatever the case is, put it on this loop app. Or like this loop like thing that you subscribe to on Snapchat and you go to it and it's like all these like crazy fucking videos from around the world. And like it's just these 15 year old kids that are making hella money right now because of ad revenue strictly. And it's all faceless and it's all just like on the side and it's all automated now because of AI. Is that allowed? It's now? all automated because of fucking AI. Yeah, so they're making 600K. These 15-year-old kids are making 600 k a month off automation, off of not showing their face not doing anything and just running this like ghost Snapchat thing. And it's like the same thing with like these Drake songs and AI. It's like, it's yeah. going to open like, up these doors. And where's to, the like, legal limits? I mean, exactly. that's going to, I mean, that's going to be a, that's a whole, because like you used to not be able to right film now, yeah. a movie in the movie you can theater download a get song in trouble, on, but on now yeah. you can repost that same movie clip on TikTok. And kids are like who have never seen Fight Club. No, you can't. You, you can't. You can't. No, no. But I see accounts. Do, they get they get banned. They do get yeah, banned. Yeah, you get flagged. You get a certain time limit, 15 seconds. And if and there's in-picture law where if your face is on it, you're allowed to look at it and react. But it needs to be a certain ratio. But even at that, you can't just have it play like with your face in the corner and just watch Batman for two hours. There's like limits. Okay, in my head, I'm stuff. like, I should be recording Batman 30 second clips, posting them on Instagram, blowing you that page should. up. Yes. And that is something that a lot of people do not understand. That's a lot of things that people don't do. With well, my is that content. allowed? I have so much content and people should be ripping it and posting it all over the place because if I get a lot of views of my snowboarding stuff, like you can take my stuff, repurpose it, add it in a different way, make it look cool. You know, like take a different segment from my vlog. I have a vlog every day of 20 minutes where there's 40 different, 50 different things that can be cut up from each vlog and posted. And like, I see these channels that are just like Mr. Beast highlights mm -hmm. and Mr. Beast is and all they about run it. Automated and they run all, and they just keep posting stuff and people monetize those. And if someone did that with my stuff, I wouldn't care because just like Mr. Beast doesn't care, they're gaining followers that don't know who Mr. Beast is. They're working for him technically mm -hmm. for free. So mm -hmm. even if they're making money off of it, 
the, They're the so name, the brand. Mr. Beast is growing the brand. So mm-hmm. people would see my snowboarding stuff and then they would want to see more. So they would type my name and they wouldn't dedicate it all to a fan to channel. So yeah. there's no copyright to that. For YouTube, no, but say Batman. That, that's what I can I do that. You that's can what do I told that. you. Yes, mm-hmm. you can take 15 second segments and you can seconds. use them and you can have a portion of you like reacting to it over it or watching it. Yes. Mm. It's crazy. Fair trade laws. They're in the wild west of all that stuff. I know. So, and it's all changing and the laws are all changing. And then you hear these Congress people at these Facebook lawsuits talking about social media and like, yo, you got to have a different crew of people in there. They don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Have you seen some of these clips of it's ridiculous. You can't have a well, all social that, media the, lawsuit. See going that the, the Instagram dude, I forget his name. Like uh, the dude that talks about Instagram updates and shit on Instagram. I'm not sure. Him? No, I forget his name, but he like talks about like He like works clearly for Instagram and, but it's like his own personal account and he's huge on Instagram, but he just like shares like, uh, everything that's up to date on Instagram. And that's like, so Instagram, we did, we just dropped this new update. It's going to be the best for creators like you. Um, and the next show kind of walks it through and it's all just like bullshit updates that you're like, that's not, nobody wants this update. Like, why don't you actually do They're doing something stuff just to do it, just to drop a notice that says update. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, that's, and like, he like always like makes like remarks like addressing the situation of like how they try to kill photography and like you remember when like reels just like comp- like the whole yep. reels thing came to Instagram like yep. I remember going through all the updates when he was going through all that like holy mess but like that was just crazy and like now photography I th- I don't I don't I feel photography is kind of back I feel like all Instagrams the whole like. I feel like it's balancing out. The post you know? thing the post is kind of yeah, yeah. like they do like a first photo and then a second video and stuff. Yeah, like I feel like it's not that like crazy anymore. Like I remember there'd be times I could get like three thousand likes on something and then post something that's pretty similar or something and it get like three hundred and you're yeah, just yeah. like what's happening what is happening is or like stories like yeah. stories would get 5000 views and then it would get like 200 happens. that still happens i don't really know i don't really if you reshare story. stuff it just it dips, dips off yeah. crazy which is weird because they want you to be resharing stuff did know. you know that if on um i guess like facebook algorithm life if there's like nipples in any of the photos or videos or something it like automatically flags the video and like uh censors it and like doesn't allow it to go out to like more people. I don't know about YouTube, but Facebook does it. So like with guys? With guys and girls. So like I just shot that um commercial for Kapler or whatever. And in it, there's a scene where Chase is in uh, a, a an ice bath. Sorry. Uh and say that word. Yeah, he was in an ice bath, but he, he was like hands were like his arms were like this. You could see his nipples. So we couldn't end up using that shot because we're putting sponsored ad revenue money or whatever behind it. And because of that shot, it would put this like, um, like the shadow ban thing on that video. So weird. So like, dude, so like Facebook, it literally has like power to do anything it wants. Oh, anything. anything We won't even get into that. Yeah. My gosh. Facebook, Instagram. Who owns, who owns YouTube? Is that Google? Yeah. What's uh? Did you ever end up pulling a an ask seat of anything question? We were talking about it, and then we never talked about anything. Ask seat of anything? Yeah, we got a segment sponsored by Candy Grind, where at, for a while it was just like sports related stuff. But if Jamal's not here or someone that we that we have that has the answer, we can't do that anymore. We did it last time, and it was just us three just sitting here. Like, I got a fun one. Um, 
right, I'm just gonna randomly just spit random things, and you just gotta give me like one basic like oh boy, like fact about it, <laughs> like <laughs> like dangerous. like dangerous, like, yeah. like baseball. Give me one random fact about baseball. Babe Ruth. Ba like Babe Ruth was most, a baseball most player. Most home runs ever. Up <laughs> 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 to that time. I don't think that's right. Up like, to that yeah, time, yeah, Babe like, Ruth was a home run fucking legend. No um, Sit down. Sure, I'll um, take the baseball. All right, all right, guys. I, I think that's enough of the Ask C-Dub. Anything? Yeah. I think we've... We've taken a little too far. We're realizing too much right now. And we have to remember that that was sponsored by Candy Grind, who literally has been sponsoring for over a decade. And they have just been probably my biggest supporter since really since day one. I could ask one more thing. I, I'm curious. What, when did you get involved with them? Like, how did that start? When it was actually Candy Grind. Yeah, before it was CG Habitat. Yeah, that's right. Um, that was a hookup through Jamal who I literally did not know. He posted something on Facebook. We were mutual Facebook friends through mutual friends from riding at Mount Snow. And he just had moved to Colorado with two people who I didn't know and said, anybody trying to just fill a bedroom, anybody want to move to Colorado? And I said, I'm down. And I just moved out there. He jammed me in a little foyer upstairs per usual. I don't really want to pay much. And he had connections through snowboarding jamal's just deep in the game dude I, you don't know how but he's like the OG. you roll up to super park with jamal and Literally. like he's a hit he's the guy dude he's the guy. he like, was in jamal, snowboarder yeah. magazine he's been in he's been yeah, he's been really? in he got yeah. published yeah, yeah. he also that. has photos of him like taking down the chandelier with haldor from super park that was gnarly that was a gnarly that party. was <laughs> the sickest place I've jamal ever we need time. these yeah. stories told because uh, i am so curious that's that was rider of the year right haldor got rider of the year yeah. at super park yeah. that was when he was absolutely going that's nuts. i think did i, mean, I know jamal before no that's that's when I met Jamal. Were you, you bringing Jamal him to the super park? That's when I met you, park? essentially. That's yeah, when I met so. you and Jamal. Were you bringing him to the super parks that he did Yes, that? Jamal mm -hmm. was getting uh, into okay. super parks by being my filmer, okay. which is crazy. Me too. Just a little Instagrammer. Well, Instagrammer. Yeah, they were down. Pat Bridges was imagine down. That, imagine you post on Instagram, people call you Instagrammer. <laughs> we are. Yeah, All you know, of us. Yeah, a little more. I hope Dossie's yeah. a little more than an Instagrammer. A yeah. Little, a little bit more. Yeah. Consider myself something. But anyways. What's the next venture, Dossie? What do we got? I'm gonna start making socks. I'm just gonna say it. I'll put. So I got a hole in my sock. I've been hesitant. Right now. I've been hesitant. Yep. You right got a here. hole in your sock too. Right. You have. You're sitting next. Everyone's to two got people. holy socks, right? right? Everyone's got holy socks. Right. Everyone needs socks. There Everyone's buying Yo. new socks. I want to make a million Yo, off socks. Yo, my God, I'm glad. Holy socks. <laughs> holy socks. Imagine to that. be honest, that would that pop. would pop, dude. You have a signature line with fucking you right, know you how they do the collab jeans with mad, and they collab the with jeans. mad people. Your high fashion two hundred dollars no, no socks. Holes. They're, They're ripped. Not holes, but called holy Just, socks. You'll get a blister day one, two hundred and fifty dollars. I think we bail on the holy socks. Keep the name. I'm, I'm make high quality, nice, comfortable, dope socks. Okay. Collab with like dope artists and I was people thinking, and athletes socks. and, and personalities. Like, holy socks. Yeah, holy socks. Every every which way, other than the fact that there's holes in them. <laughs> yeah. Keep They're the replacement, quality. but we're replacing the socks with the holes, and that's why we're called holy socks. So, oh, yeah. I like that. I honestly I've had um Bring I've had, your old socks in. 
for half off. Literally. Or yeah, you call them holy socks. I think when pretty sure Bombas does that, huh? Don't they? Uh, yeah, when don't they get holes in them, you replace you replace them. Like L O. No, no, no. Nah, you could be like the you best gotta buy sock. new ones. It's the whole point of like the sock thing. Well, like, can we sell these on CaseyWillX.com? Yeah, we can. Hundred percent. That's where it's gonna. That's where they're gonna be sold. They're gonna live right next to the you love to hear it merch. Or oh, and the all the merch. All the back. To the stoke, I saw a bunch of people thing, asking yeah. for the back to the Stokes sweatshirts. <laughs> I know. Can we get that stuff back? I'm no, like, I don't know. One wait, and done. You gotta I, be on wait. it. When we drop the merch line, you gotta cop it because it's tough. Back quick to the socks. <laughs> He's like, yo, this is my time, yo. If anybody's B-dub, listening, B dub, B dub. I've had B dub draw me a, a design back in the day, a sock design. Okay, and he put like a design. It was cool. Um, not what I'm gonna go with in here moving forward in the actual sock when we start the sock adventure, but I'm gonna have B dub definitely design some socks. Yes, for facts. For reference, B dub's the one who designed my snowboard. Yeah, absolute hero, hometown. hero, hometown hero, best friend, legend, great golfer. I hear great so. snowboarder, great snowboarder. Dude would rip if we give inspired him, if we got me him to in the start water, snowboarding. We got beat up in the water for a little little time. Yeah, if he walked in a room, I wouldn't know who he was. <gasps> you feel crazy. it though. I don't know what he looks like. Yeah, yeah you feel it. it bro. You, know. yeah. you feel it. Yep. Beat, up. beat up on the pod one day. Yeah. Well, I think we uh think we had some fun, boys. It's almost nine o'clock. We got a snowboard tomorrow. Yeah. I could talk to maybe wrap night. it up with uh wrap it up some Patreon stoke. If you guys are trying to support and get your questions featured in the pod, www.patreon.com slash Casey Willax. We haven't really had too many questions featured there. But they did help any of those yeah, questions. We can't get more of those. That's, those are fun. Those are cool. Those make it way more fun. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to have a little fun trying to read some names here because we had some new members join and we always shout you guys out. The first couple. Casey's going to be good again, huh? Now I know where to read. Yeah. You know how to read. I know where to read. You know where to read. AJ Gensley. We appreciate you. My great. Lloyd Field. Absolute legend. Thank you. You, you got this. <laughs> this is yours right yep. There. How do I even see that? You remember? This is your name, bro. Peter. <laughs> PM, dude. Petey. Petey. March. Marchon. Marchon. Marshawn. Peter Marshawn. It's one of my favorite last names currently. Sorry. Please respond wait, wait, wait. to the pod and let us know if you were saying your name correctly. Peter Marshawn. <clears throat> we appreciate you. I appreciate you. And then last but not least, Jason Conrad. Thank you, Jason. Absolute legends. So thank you guys for supporting the pod. Follow the boys. Mike Dossie on Insta. Green Mike, double underscore. And uh, yeah. Shoot us some DMs. Shoot us some DMs. We're going to be here probably filming tomorrow too in the next couple of days so any questions you guys got either submit them through instagram or patreon and anybody who cops some merch we appreciate you eat healthy tomorrow that's much love that's the claim we love to hear it we're out <laughs> see ya that was good yeah nice nice <laughs>